0: Hello ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the GameDev.TV Community Podcast. I'm your host KB, and this podcast brings you the audio experience of GameDev.TV. Now, let's get right into the podcast. Alright, cool. So today's podcast is about the gap, which is an Instagram post you sent me relating to the gap between beginner and master when it comes to like creative work. Mm-hmm. Let's start with why did you find that very interesting and, and why did you send that to me in the first place?
1: Uh, so, so basically, for me, like trying to learn video games or art in general, trying to draw, trying to be a graphic designer because I'm a user experience designer and I wanted to have like some nice visual skills, you know. And you look at what's around you and you're like, I'm never going to reach this level. I'm never going to be able to do whatever those people are doing. So you're you're always doubting yourself, kind of. And you're you're not ready to even start because you're so afraid. And what I really like in this post is like telling you that the more you like something, the more you get interested um, to something. Basically, the more you start to notice the actual level of the people around you. And but you're really aware of your own level. And as you're a beginner, you're looking at everything, and you're like, yeah, it's I, I can't do that. So the post is basically explaining kind of why we are afraid and why we just give up so that's what i really liked
0: yeah i love the post too because it really relates to me when i'm like looking at people's work and i'm like wow yeah. that's so amazing and then my work is just like eh. so like,
1: yeah the, the worst is like some like i i know a lot of artists like uh, hang out with like tattoo artists or even my girlfriend uh she she's an artist and she's always looking at what other people do the the people who are even more skilled than her and she's like yeah, I'm never, I'm never going to reach this level. And she was saying the same thing like five years ago for a level that she actually reached like two, two years after that. So you're always looking up and you never really realize that you're still progressing. It's just that the more you progress, the more far ahead on the road you look. So of course, like it's always seems that you, you're never going to reach this level, but you can actually do it.
2: No, I agree.
3: What are your thoughts, Mike? Well, I, I think I talked to you a little bit about this last night. But my steps are, whenever I'm comparing my works to my peers or somebody that I uh, that I look up to, I always try and emulate your hero's work. So you try and not copy it directly, but combine it with your own original voice and original character. But you take what you love and what you um, basically idealize. So for me, if you Christopher Nolan's writing, or Quentin Tarantino's writing in a screenplay, and I try and make sure that I was using what methods in their work are actually like the most dynamic and the most successful. And then what you do is you just keep trying to improve. And then uh, for my writing workshops, uh, kind of tracking your change. And it is a really daunting thing being like, I am surrounded by such talent. Or I see such talent. and I don't think I myself can ever, um, you know, climb the ladder to be that way. But in the same right, you are making steps as you practice. Mm-hmm. Uh, the more you work on yourself, the more you work on, I mean, your work and the more you um, just kind of, you know, I, I'd say art is always, you know, subjective. So you want to show it to peers who you value their opinion. So you can't show it to people who you, you know, com- you, you think completely don't understand anything. You, you want to show them to the peers who value the same kind of art and the same kind of endeavor you do. You can't, you know, show you game design. To your, you know parents who don't know what the hell you're even doing and expect them to give you any real um, like fantastic feedback you show it to people who know what they're looking at who can give you good feedback and it's it's a uh, it's um healthy criticism and not it, it isn't just you know putting you down putting your work down get that healthy criticism and just keep working at it and that's how you I think will close that gap between I don't know my work shit or if my work can ever be that good you close the gap by using the people around you who can give you healthy criticism. That's what I would say.
0: Yeah. That's just beautifully said. Yeah. So I agree that, that can help a lot, especially like say you want to make like a God of War or or any game. Just take that game and maybe try to make like small game mechanics. Mm-hmm. For instance, God of War you can go unreal, get your little character, add the axe, and then try to recreate that and say, Okay, why do they do it this way? How can I make it? How can I do it better? And just slowly, step by step,
2: improve
0: and stop looking at the art saying, oh, my work's not good enough because it's not. You have you just started you seem to slowly build up every day, do these tutorials, do the lessons. OK, my work's getting a little bit better, a little bit better. Let me keep looking at the grades. Let me see how I can make mine like them. And then one day you'll look and be like, wow, my art is exactly what I've always wanted it to be.
1: From from my experience, I would say like artists are never going to be happy anyway but they will definitely make progress even if they don't see it. They will, But that's also what keeps them like pushing forward and learning and learning. It's like, oh, what's in my mind is so perfect. I can't reproduce what's in my mind, but they are still learning, they are pushing it. And that's how you know that you can be a great artist as long as you're never really satisfied with what, what you're doing and you just want to learn more and more and more, basically. Mm-hmm. And yeah, another, another
0: important thing is You have to take a step back and realize, okay, where are you in this journey? Where are we going? So, okay, you're in the gap. All right. I know I'm in the gap. Okay, so let me not look at other people's work and feel like it's not good. Let me make sure I ask the right people if it's good. Just like Mike was saying, don't ask your parents because they're going to be like, well, I think it's good, but maybe it's not. Or maybe they're like, I think it's crappy, but you're like, do you or you just don't understand what I'm doing here? And then... And then from then find out the courses that can help you and then not give you false hopes of like, oh I'm getting better. You know, we do that all the time, we do courses and then you're like, Oh, I got I know how to do it and then you get finished with the course and they are like, Okay, make it from scratch and you're like, I don't know how to do it. I, I'm yeah. used to a hand holding me, telling me what to do, what, what I'm supposed to put in like variables when it comes to like blender or doing or like coding and it's like, Oh yeah, this is how you put the structure together, but then you're like, Oh, I don't know how to do it when it comes to architecture. And you're like, okay, well, I don't know what to do. And they're like, oh, look, all these good people who're doing it like effortlessly. Like, oh, I'm never gonna be like them. You gotta can't keep looking at other people and be like, I'm, I'm just not good enough. You have to look at yourself yesterday and say, how can I be better than I was yesterday? Mm.
1: And that's also why uh, the challenges in like Game Dev TV's courses are really important. Because most of the time, you would just look at it and be like, I'm just going to wait for him to tell me the variable or how I should write this down. And then you have Ben telling you, no, please do the challenges because that's how you learn, basically. And at the beginning, you're like, yeah, but it's an easy challenge or like, why bother? But it's just like something that you would learn, even a small task. It's basically teaching you how to try to do it yourself, how to trust in what you've just learned, basically. You've seen something and you're like, I'm going to try it by myself. And failing is really important as well. And as well in art, it's like, okay, I failed. I didn't realize the the vision I had, but that's not a problem because maybe next time you're going to be a little bit better as long as you're not afraid of the process and you just want to push forward and always try to, yeah, try again. Basically, failing is not a problem. It's how you learn what doesn't work. Yeah,
3: and I think the gap really exists because... Um, when you look at somebody who's succeeded or become successful, they, they garner a following. And that kind of recognition we look at and, you know, we crave. We crave that kind of acknowledgement of our work and we don't know how to precisely get there. And I think that's a big part of, like, you know, when you see somebody who's extremely successful, whether in the gaming industry, the film industry, you look at them and say, like, how do I, how do I achieve that kind of acknowledgement for my work or my art? And that's, uh, you know, it's something that's done with what I said. I told KB there's no shortcuts in either industry. You just have to keep working and working and working tirelessly to try and make your art better because that's the only way you'll ever improve. There's no no jumping up to that level immediately. That's just not realistic. So that's Mm -hmm. just what I was thinking.
0: It's very important when it comes down to all industries especially creative industries it's it's very competitive and it's either have
2: to
0: go and take the charge and be like hey i'm gonna be the very best or just be left behind and and either fall lose while you're in the gap or just give up and and it's like you got to understand like hey if you want to be the best go to get past that gap you're gonna have to work day and day and and night you're gonna have to go and study you're gonna have to Go look at the, the teachers and be like okay, I'm not there yet. What do they do? they do? How did they get they there? there? Let me do that even if it takes me 10 years. I think it's really about patience. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with that. So let's try to find examples and see how we can get out of them. So like for instance, screenplay writing. There's an example where somebody Somebody was like, hey, I want to start screenplay writing and then they like say let's do a Christopher Nolan. How can somebody take Chris Vanola and then make that into into their own script so that they can approve?
3: Yeah, yeah. So what we were talking about earlier is taking what your hero does so, so well, but not the copy Keep your original book what, what you can do is you can, is you can find your favorite lines for what will work. And 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 they just literally, literally never stop, never stop. That that his action, his action and, his, and, his and his ability to keep the plot flowing makes it just so riveting. riveting. And, and so, so you have to have always, always think of, there's two problems, problems going on in the scene at the entire time. time. You, you know, know, the Joker can either kill or the Batman where he stands right, right now, where he stands or, right or right kill Rachel and around, and around, and around the window. window. Like, he, chooses he chooses almost an option that none of the audience are have thinking about. Falling the window open, top off the roof. Everybody, Everybody, you know, now, now it's like, like oh, shit. oh, shit, now you got to go, go do something. Always give you now your main protagonist multiple problems at the same time. Not just, just one, one problem, but these multiple, multiple problems, problems that are working. And that is a way, way you can kind of emulate one's, you know, beautiful ability to keep that tension at the, the most maximum point. point. That's, That's something, something I, I, I try to do. do. Just give your, character your characters multiple problems. And and to have, have them have, have to deal and make, and make decisions, you know, simultaneously, simultaneously all with all of them. Do I stop the joke? Do I, jump I or or joker? go after Rachel? What do I do? You know, you know, know and his heart decides one. jumps after Rachel. So there, there there are things that you can do to do kind you of you know emulate. No one and you didn't completely, completely copy him. him. You just chose something that he does really well, and you and use that in you same same in your heart.
2: Hmm.
0: And then for how about you with the blender? How could somebody let's say they're like, oh I'm I'm stuck. I see somebody making this amazing like uh Pixar animated lamp, but I'm not sure how I can get there.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> so uh, I would say basically it will also depend on the people because you have some people who learn best, you know, being at school or best online or whatever. And you always have like different methodology because like you have some people who will learn by looking at courses like really precise, uh, a little bit like I've been doing with uh, with Mike's course, basically, because it's really precise, it's still telling you uh, how to do each step, basically. Uh, or some people would just l- look at a YouTube video and be like, hmm, uh, actually, I'm going to try and they just mess around with the engine, they do whatever they want, they end up having like something crappy, or maybe next time they're, they're like trying their hands off and still Trying to, to get a result by just applying the basic uh, principle that the people on YouTube are saying. But for me, for example, it was all about finding, I would say, the right content for me. Like, pe- people would look at one YouTube video and be like, oh, I can't learn this way. Uh, I'm no good. I can't learn at all. And I, w- I would have been like, uh, I would have thought the same thing if I only looked at some of the YouTube tutorials where the guy is like giving you broad advices. Uh, instead, I would say that finding GameDev.tv and the way they balance those small challenges, where they they tell you, okay, you're on your own, try to reproduce what what you've just seen, and it, it was really well well balanced for me, where you have this um, mix of like really precise stuff and then try to apply it on your own projects. Like uh, maybe uh, we are doing a, a church, for example, like in the course, and I was doing a castle, so it's it's. Like, I can apply the same principles, but I'm trying to do something totally different. But also, you have, for, for some courses, like Mike's course, you have to believe that he kind of knows what he's doing. Sometimes you want to move a little bit faster, and maybe you can actually move faster, but I would still say trust the people who who already learned before you. Trust the people who are experts, because they've learned a certain way, and they kind of know what's, uh, what's working. We always want to start with, you know, uh, modeling like uh, a human face and some people might actually be able to do it like really quickly but most of the people won't so start with like uh, a polygonal apple uh, start with like the polygonal chess pieces and it's, it's quite it's already quite uh, a huge improvement because at the beginning you're playing with a, a cube a circle you don't know what you're doing and then the next thing you you know you're doing like poly- polygonal art with the uh, chess pieces and you start to realize that you could already reproduce the graphics of games you were playing when you were like eight year, years old or, or even younger. So you realize that the technology is evolving. It's it's helping us to learn a little bit a little bit quicker. But you're also evolving each time you do something new, basically. So some people will will tell you also to just whatever you're doing, like even if it's crap, just do a lot of it instead of like trying to spend too much time being perfect before you even start doing something that, that's my main issue most of the time i didn't really learn a lot at the beginning i was trying to do all the uni um the basically the game dev t- tv unity courses but i would be stuck on one project because i would be like oh i want to understand everything i don't really trust the process what they are trying to tell me uh, i just want to do this perfect game and for example at one point ben was saying it's a text adventure game. Don't create too many states because we're using a basic state machine. And I was like, oh, okay. I want to, I want to have like an inventory where I can have multiple items. Uh, I can put them back in the room. And I discovered that it was actually really exponential. So I ended up with a graph that couldn't even fit on any of my uh, illustrator uh, uh, artworks, basically. So I was I was a little bit... Um, Yeah, was a little bit stuck and I spent too much time and then you lose like your confidence and you're like, okay, I can't, I can't learn because like, it's too hard, but usually it's yourself having too too many expectations and wanting to jump some of the steps that are really important. You should just try to do like a little bit every day basically would be ideal if you have time and even 10 minutes or 30 minutes doing a small task every day will definitely help you maybe more than doing 20 hours. The, uh, the month for example mm-hmm.
0: no i agree you always want to like go out there and do so much you're like oh no, no it's an easy course let me let me make this yeah. cool thing and it takes you months and weeks and you're you know what you know like, what i i don't want to do program anymore but um, <laughs> <Yeah>. but, um <laughs> the best advice is to just take it small. Make this small mechanic. Make this small game. Then make a yeah. bigger game. Then make a more complicated architecture, and then make an yeah. RPG maybe. And then you just keep growing and growing. And then you reach a point where you go, okay, I think and I made it. it. But yeah. don't start That's doing right, it at the man. beginning.
1: Uh, like
3: uh, yeah, really... but... yeah. After you,
1: sir, you can go. You go ahead. No so it was like a really basic example. For example, there is this game where you're playing as a snake, like Snake Pass. And it was all about this one guy who was trying to develop like a, a rope mechanic and he wanted the rope to feel really like natural. When it was falling, it would basically roll on itself, you know, like really just one basic mechanic. And they looked at it and they're like, oh, this small thing that we've done, we've done it like really well. So now let's try to make a game around this. And they created the Snake uh mechanic where he can hold on to stuff, he can like um, move forward and stuff. It started with something really small and they they discovered that they had something and even for a game like you can have something really small that you learned but push it forward. Right now I'm trying to redo the Lunar, you know, the Lunar Lander kind of game but with a, a different take on it with my own with my own stuff, with the basic stuff I learned, I can already try to create a different feel for for the game. It would be a different setting, it would be a different gameplay, but it's just applying whatever I just learned, just to try my hands on it and see how creative I can be with limited tools. And you discover that it's actually way less scary than having all the tools in the world and be like, okay, I'm gonna create God of War, the new one, basically, and you don't even know where to start.
3: Yeah, I was going to say, I relate to you guys, what you're saying, because back in my college classes, we would, um, you know, a professor would just tell us, your first draft is your first draft for a reason. Don't worry about how crappy Mm -hmm. it's going to be. Just do it, and then see what it looks like, and then, you know, then we can start making it better. Like, you have to start from somewhere. You have to Mm -hmm. speak before you can be, you know, like, more confident about your own work. You have to to at least speak up, And, and then that's you using your art. Because your yeah. art is definitely the most pure form of self-expression. So, yeah, mm-hmm. just saying that. The
0: best way to see your progress is to document it. Especially, you can mm-hmm. go on the GameDev.tv forums, post what you're doing every week. Be like, okay, this is what I did. This is what I did. Then you get the next project, and you post that one. And then maybe five years or just a couple months now, you can look at all the little projects you did, and like, oh wow. Look at what I started with, now look what I have now. It's the same yes. thing with like working out or anything. You're like, oh, I don't see it. But then you it the picture, you're like, actually, I'm going to be a little skinny, or I am building some muscle, or I am. It's like those little things you got to put out there so you can see it You can keep motivation, you can keep going. Because it's not going to be an easy road, it's going to be hard. Especially if you're doing stuff like programming and 3D modeling. Like, mm-hmm. you look at Blender, you open it up, there is so much you could do, you get lost in the details. Same with Unity, same with Unreal, same with anything you're doing that's creative. Like writing, too. I bet there's so much that goes into writing. Even just, like, one little scene, if you want to go into that. Like how complicated things get. And it's just, like, slow down. Keep track of every little thing. Look at your weaknesses. How can you improve? Even look at your strengths and say, how can I use this to better my work? Show people that I'm really good at it. Yeah. So, I'd like to also discuss, like, the, the learning... I'll process? Like Mike, so like, Mike, how was it like starting from what it is like now
3: working on writing? Um, I mean, for me, it was a long trek. Went to FSU for four years, so uh, at the beginning, I wasn't even formatting my stories right. Like, you know, I, there's, a, there's a regular way to format short stories that you have to model after every other person, but I just, you know, I wasn't even, like, listening to that. I was just focusing on the story itself, so my number one comment every class was work on your formatting, work on your formatting, I wouldn't space for dialogue and I wouldn't do all these things. So I really started out like, you know, at the bare minimum, like I felt dumb because I was like, oh my God, in every book you ever read, you know, spaces dialogue. And I just wasn't even thinking about that. I was only focusing on story. So it's come a long way in, in, in forms of structure and uh, formatting. And I think I told you last night, another big thing that I never do, because in screenwriting we don't focus on character description. We have to just say, you know, the age and the type of person, you know, like they have the weight of the shoulder. They have the weight of the world on their shoulders like you, you just you give a tiny line But um, in short story class like I had a fiction class people would always tell me you got to work on your description like say he had bleach blonde hair and you know he had um, a, a scar on his right cheek that went down all the way between the middle of his lip. Like they wanted these distinct features that I just wasn't even paying attention to I just didn't think it was valuable But in the end when I think about it, you know in regular terms you want to be as clear with your reader as possible and let them picture what you're trying to portray. So there are things out there that, you know, you just don't think of. And then when you, when you go into these classes and hear all this information, you adjust your belief system. And that's the most important part because if you're closed minded and you never adjust your belief system, your art will not go nearly as far. So be open minded to towards constructive criticism and adjust your belief system and and try and think, how can this make my work better? So that's something that I really, really value learning in college. That's some amazing stuff that you look
2: at. I, uh, what do you think is the point where there's like you're listening to too much criticism and you're not doing your own original work? Uh,
3: that's that's when um, either something or someone has barreled down your confidence. So right now, you know, You can go out and take take every piece of of criticism and be like, oh, my work's completely shit. But you need to realize that these people should have also told you what worked. Mm. That's the difference between healthy criticism and negative, just, you know, not helpful at all. Like trash talking, essentially. The constructive feedback is about getting what worked and what didn't work and fixing what didn't work.
2: I see a lot of uh, games there that students we get, get stuck in certain areas of the courses and it feels like they don't want to push themselves sometimes. And it's, it's, it's hard when you're like, hey, you know, you just got to like push yourself a little bit more, maybe ask a little bit better questions, and then we can help you help you move closer to where you need to go in the courses. And it's just more about taking um, control of your situation. You're like, Okay. I, I don't know how to get here. I don't want a, someone to, you know, hold my hand. But I also don't know where, where to go. So I need, I need a little bit of guidance. And I, that's, that's not always easy to come if you're like, hey, my thing's uh, not working here. My program script is not uh, broken. So um, somebody help me. So if you're out there and you're still stuck in this gap and you feel like you're always, like, you're lost and stuff, I would just recommend, like, Taking the extra ten minutes trying to figure out the problem. Try to rework try to find a like solution. Put in your question, hey, I tried this, this and that. I think there used to be a game to TV uh, video where it explained like how to ask questions. It's like, okay, yes. try to solve it different ways. And then ask the question. I think we've lost mm-hmm. that in the course lately, because I haven't seen any of that in New course. Uh,
1: yeah, I think it was in the unity 3d course Uh, back in the days you had this and you also had the uh, feedback i think it's called the feedback sandwich where you know you have to say okay i really like this but you can improve on this part and then you say something nice again basically to tell people okay this is what works this is what you got right but this is what you have to work on this is the area where you can improve and i don't think i've seen those videos uh recently but they were definitely there at one point where it was explaining how to give feedback and uh, yeah basically how to ask a question because it was really important they were telling you how to uh, show your code and show it like in small um, small environment so you can tell okay this is the part that's not working and the context is this how can you how can i fix it basically but people really ask a question because they expect they expect a certain answer. I had the same issue at one point where I wanted to reproduce a game um, like Star Fox, basically, and I was asking the wrong question. I was like, "How can I display my video, a, a small video, like a, a character talking to you uh, via, you know, uh, communication, uh, like the communicators?" And I was asking the question, "How can I display it in the UI?" When my actual question was like, "How can I display it on screen?" In a small part of the screen. And everybody was like, no, nobody could actually help me until one of my friends was like, why are you trying to display it in the UI? You can just have another camera somewhere around in the world, like really far away from the rest of your playground, basically. And this camera is like actually looking at your video. And this is another camera on top of your main screen. And you can put it in on, at the bottom corner of your video. And I basically realized I was not telling people what I actually wanted to do. I was kind of already telling them how I wanted to, to do it. And if it was not working, nobody could help me because I, I was asking basically the wrong question.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really like the art of asking the questions. And actually, we have a podcast episode where we even talk about how to ask questions and all that. We'll put it in the mm-hmm. uh, show notes for you guys. And then, yeah. uh, so Mike, do you have any tips for anybody who's starting out in any creative field?
3: And just wants to get started don't get um daunted by the gap don't ever feel like your your voice shouldn't be heard and don't don't ever you know be closed-minded towards any kind of constructive feedback there's a huge difference as i said earlier you just you just gotta know how to tell this tell tell you know the difference between a person trying to help you and a person trying to put you down and don't lose confidence a lot of this shit takes time I don't know too much about the gaming industry, but I know about my industry. Uh, movies take years and years and years to get made, and then sometimes they get mothballed and they get thrown down. And you just have to keep on going, keep fighting the good fight. is my Is my advice? Keep yeah. fighting the good fight
2: Going. And how
1: about you, Nebula? So, I, w- I would say basically like uh, you. You just have to start somewhere first, like. For me, I, I wanted the, the result right away instead of you know focusing on okay this is a process this is what you're doing right now and when I started um, 3D for example I just wanted to have the basics and I was like okay I'm not gonna push too far in 3D I I want to focus on like uh, game development so Unity instead and C sharp and once you you try your your hands at it you're basically playing around you see that you can create something that's kind of cool and then you see the next step and the next step, and all of a sudden you realize that by taking small steps, you can actually do something on your own. You can create a background for a video game, for example, or even a, a tiny animation. Yes, sure, it looks like crap because everybody has to do it for years before like it looked like something decent. And especially nowadays, like people don't realize that social media are lying, basically. You're looking at the end results. Even people who tell you, they are learning. Even people tell you they are apprentice or what, whatnot. They are actually showing you their best crappy work, kind of. They, are, they they are ready to show you a little bit of what they consider as crap, but they are not showing you the actual crap they've produced. It's kind of a little bit of humble bragging and also trying to recreate the the narrative here, like telling you, "Oh, they, yeah, that that was bad, but." still showing you something that was decent and people don't realize that what we see on social media is kind of the best of the world like it's we're only showing the good things we are producing and that's i think what's creating a bigger gap for for everybody everybody's really scared because you look at things around you and you're like oh everybody is so skilled when actually first maybe you're not applying your skills to the right thing and also maybe you're too much focus on the, the end result of what you're trying to achieve instead of like focusing on the process and enjoying what you're doing right now. Because in Blender, um, following Mike's course, like nothing is small, nothing is not important basically. It, everything he's excited about. Like he tell ta- it teaches you the basics and he still feels excited about it. So you can you can relate to that and you're like, okay, that's a cool thing. It's it's presented in such a a nice way telling you yeah we we've all been beginners we've all learned and this was cool and then the next cool things is around and all of a sudden you realize that by going from one cool step to the other you you're basically there like you're way further than you ever expected to to go and even like for unity is the same you you think like starting with like small games is not important uh, you shouldn't do it but it's actually really cool, like you learn with the small games. And at one point, if you're tired with all that stuff or you're like, oh, I actually wanted to make a bigger game, maybe take a break, maybe work on your own project for a while. It's like when you have a, a problem, you can't find a solution, you're demotivated. Just walk away, like just walk away from it, like talk to someone about the, the, the issues you are ha- having, even if they can't solve it. Like maybe just, you know, sometimes explaining stuff can can help you. Um, be honest with your fears like just tell people what you're struggling with like um, for example, today I wanted to fix like um, something because I have a discord server for for a small community on YouTube. I was like okay, this discord server is kind of not working anymore like because it's really quiet like nobody's talking but by di- by speaking with the others and like we realized that it's because, most, most of the time, there is nothing interesting to, to to be said. And you just have to keep working on your own content. You just have to keep working on uh, learning video games or whatever. And once you have something interesting to say, you come back. And the problem was kind of solve itself. You know, like you will have something to, to show to people. They will be excited about it. You will talk. You can get all the feedback uh, you want. The good one, the bad one. But then you can basically start, you know, like uh progressing again
0: no what you said was amazing advice and actually it's the best way to uh end this uh podcast before we do that most
1: sorry
0: uh who you are a little bit because most people haven't uh heard you on a rest of the podcast episodes and i also said that it was amazing advice that you gave and it's a great way to end mm. this podcast
1: yeah i think <laughs> i missed that i couldn't hear you
0: oh you're all good just uh, let everybody know like who you are and um
1: okay what you
0: do yeah uh
1: so basically uh, i come from like a hospitality management background where i was doing you know marketing communi- c- community management customer service and all that kind of stuff But I just wanted to go back behind a desk and, you know, like I was uh, looking at stuff on the computer, trying to see what problem we had at the the front desk. And I ended up like learning about this, um, this course for user experience design, where it was applying the marketing skills that I already had to solving problems, you know, listening to people. And instead of like trying to understand how to sell them something that they don't even care about, it's all about trying to, create something that they care about that can solve problems for them. That's the, the basic of uh, user experience. And then you had to learn a little bit of, you know, visual design, um, a little bit of like, uh, like development, HTML and CSS, uh, nothing too crazy. But so it got me really interested into what I really like with the process is like, you're never trying to actually be the you shouldn't be trying to be the best be the greatest expert and be like okay i know everything i'm going to solve all, every problem on my own no you're actually look looking at gathering a lot of uh, feedback and then listening to what people tell you and then that's how you find how to improve your ui for example or your website because people will tell you what the issues are but you have to learn one thing first when you are like you know creating something for other people to see is like the feedback sometimes uh, even if it's true, like, it, it will kind of hurt, or you would be like, oh, no, I know, I did my best, and they don't understand. But if they don't understand, and that's actually uh-huh. the audience you're looking at, uh, that's already a problem. You have to l- basically learn to to listen, like, closely to what people are saying. So from, from this, I always knew, like, I, I wanted to uh, apply this kind of concepts to... A game design so um, I was always looking at courses on udemy and I ended up like uh, following Ben's courses I really liked it I, I took one that was um, it's an old one because they they change everything but it was the um, unity you know dev- uh, certification uh, to be a unity developer so I took this one and uh, just focused on it like for two weeks well, like one small thing at a time and I got the certification yeah basically just after two weeks But then after that i was like oh okay i'm I'm legit now i can do whatever i want but then i did nothing because i was like oh i'm gonna wait until i have my big project i want to work on you know and instead of practicing on small games like a lot of small uh, developers on and youtube channel are doing i was just waiting for the big you know the big gig that never arrives basically and you never practice so the gap becomes even bigger and then you have to start Kind of from scratch because you didn't practice basically.
3: Oh uh, yeah. Yeah.
0: But yeah, awesome. Uh, awesome letting everybody know who you are and, and then uh, we did awesome conversation about the gap. Hopefully it's tips and how uh, can help oh. all students get over it and, and help them get to the level they wanna be in the game industry. And then to end it off, guys, uh, just give a challenge to students so they can take action after this. So Mike can go first, give a challenge to the students so they can get over this gap.
3: Uh, first off, I challenge you to work on your craft every week um, mm-hmm. and set a set amount of hours. Every single week, set like you know, I worked 15, 20 hours this week on on a specific uh, project. I don't I don't know how many hours it goes into coding, but you know, just set goals that are achievable
0: mm-hmm. each week. And then you maybe.
1: Uh, I would say first, like, if you have uh, the opportunity to spend some time every day, I would say something like try to work on the things you want to learn, like maybe 30 minutes a day, maybe one hour. Try to find the time. And uh, it, it's n- it's not a problem if you don't have the time because people are become, like, really obsessed with that kind of stuff and they think they, they failed because they failed one day, one day, but that's fine. And I would say, like, find something that you like. Uh, for example, let's say you you, like music, or drawing, or coding. Uh, If you like those three things for one week, uh, try maybe coding the first uh, day, then um, drawing the next one, then music the, the next one. Find the one that you enjoyed the most, the one where you accept to deal with problems and feedback, and then maybe try to do this once a day, like a small drawing every day, or a small piece of code every day, try to improve a small game. And then do it for maybe you know a whole month, and then see if you actually if you actually like the process, if you actually have um, the motivation to push to push a little bit further. And usually, after one month, you you will tell for sure like, okay, this is something I didn't like doing, so I, I'm I don't think I will do this for the rest of my life. And then maybe try the next one like music, for example, and try to find yeah which which one you like to struggle with. Because that's how you're gonna kind of find what you you're motivated enough to do.
0: With all that uh, challenges, I want you guys to post it. Make sure we uh, you put progress every week and updates, yeah. and everybody knows what's going on. And then, uh, yeah, that's, that's it. Guys, keep keep creating, keep doing awesome stuff. Thanks for coming on, Nebula. We definitely need to get you on more uh, more weeks because you it's great. You added great value to it. The- nice, thanks.
1: Yeah, no problem. And, yeah, uh, yeah it was pleasure. For coming on. Awesome. Thanks.
0: Well, that's it. Thanks for listening. You can find all gamedev.tv courses at courses.gamedev.tv slash courses or in the show notes with a 10% discount. Get started with your game development journey today.